Podcast, the podcast where we look back at past Best Picture winners for your reconsideration. I am your host, Stephen Buja, and joining me once again is the wonderful and talented Amy Thomason. Amy, Hello. how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. It's very cold in the morning, so I'm ready to s- discuss Frozen. Yes, it is an appropriate movie considering that winter has finally arrived. I think we had a week of fall up here, and then it's just like, nope, we're just... Just gonna go through our little, little cold spell. By the way, I have to say, welcome to the wide world of social media. You have a Twitter I, account now, I, don't you? No. Where? Uh, what is the handle? So, if people want to follow you, maybe hear some of your or read some of your thoughts on movies or life, where would that be? <laughs> a Thomason Eleven. A. Thomason 11. You heard that it. That is yeah. Thomason, T-H-O-M-A-S-S-O-N. Yes. Do check her out. She's online. She will answer you. I am sure she will. Because, <laughs> you know, she has nothing but time what with being a teacher and mom and, and whatnot. You know, loads of time everywhere. World famous podcaster. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. You know, big, big time stuff is, is happening in your life. So, we are talking about the Best Animated Feature winner of 2013, that is Frozen, directed by Chris Buck and Jennifer Lee, written by Jennifer Lee, based on The Snow Snow Queen by Hans Christian Andersen, starring the voices of Kristen Bell, Adina Menzel, Josh Gad, Jonathan Groff, Santino Fontana, my boy, and Alan Tudyk. Amy, what is your relationship with this film? Especially because you work with younger children. I do. I work with middle schoolers. I did not see this when it came out. And at first, when you said 2013, I thought, why did I not see it that year? Now, my husband and I are big moviegoers. Mm -hmm. And so we are also frugal and really try to pick very carefully what movies we're going to see. And 2013 was also the year of American Hustle, Wolf of Wall Street, Gravity, tons of great movies. It was a solid year for movies, definitely. So that year I did not make it to the Disney movie. But it was about a year later. It was the end of the school year. We had a chorus teacher who showed Frozen to her students. And I kind of caught it there. And to this day, I've never sat down and watched it from beginning to end. Oh. Because normally I watch it with children who watch an hour and then are like, okay, let's do something else. There's 47 more minutes left in the movie, kids. Come on. There are. My son the other day when I put it on, and I had to borrow this for my friend, (laughs) and my son said, nope, that's enough because I think it got to a scary part at the end. Oh, maybe with a maybe with a monster bit. The darkness, and he and he didn't admit that he was scared because he never does. He'll just right. kind of get up and turn the TV off. Okay. So, well, I guess we're not watching the end of it. And then the next day, he said, "Oh, let's watch Frozen." And he said, "No, let's watch it from the beginning." So I got to watch the same hour <laughs> over again. 
I, I suspect that you know uh, your your children are much older than mine. That I'm going to have to get used to that pretty much for the next ten years. Five, five, and three. Okay, that should be. Ah, well, uh, my per- my story with this is I have never seen it before. Uh, Lord really? knows, I know. I, yeah, it's the same the same deal in 2013. There was so much going on, and I was doing you know just going to see a lot of movies because i could because you know i had disposable income i didn't have a baby and life oh. was it was in some ways bad but phenomenal year yes it was it's, it was a phenomenal year i know you're wondering what won best picture that year it was 12 years of slave we have Dave. not had that episode yet and we will discuss that further when we get to it i know it's very odd that we're doing the animated before the actual but it's, i've got it's, strong opinions for that year Oh, oh. Spoiler alert! I've got very strong opinions about that. Well, year. we'll have to bring you on for that year now, won't we? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, opinions about every year, but 2013 as two of my most recent favorite movies that are on the Amy Thomas and Top 100. Ooh, I would like two movies. Two movies that were nominated for Best Picture are on the Amy Thomas and Top 100. Gravity, Wolf of Wall Street. Her. Not Gravity. Her? American Hustle. Oh, really. There's oh, something I want to have this, I want to have this conversation so bad, right, bad with you right now, but I know I, could I know watch we can't. That movie every day, I could watch that movie every single day. No, I love that movie. And no. Wall Street is is Scorsese's best since Goodfellas, hands down. Respect. Okay, and you it say bothers you... me that DiCaprio did not get Best Actor that year. He was on fire. Oh my god, it was great. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in this one. We're gonna come back to American Hustle later. Because I do want to hear your thoughts. I'm going to fight you on that. I do not like that movie. But now uh, we are going to take a very short break. And when we come back, we'll discuss uh, briefly the Academy Awards. Where Frozen won Best Animated Feature. And something else as well. And here are the nominees for Best Animated Feature Film. The Croods. Chris Sanders, Kurt D'Amico, and Christine Belson. Despicable Me 2. Chris Renault, Pierre Cofon, and Chris Milladandri. Ernest and Celestine, Benjamin Renner, and Didier Bruno. Frozen, Chris Buck, Jennifer Lee, and Peter Del Vepe. The Wind Rises, Hayao Miyazaki, and Toshio Suzuki. You want to say it? I'd like to try And the Oscar yes. goes to... Oh, are you ready? Frozen. There we go. Chris Buck and Jennifer Lee. We're going to do this together because we're collaborative, but we'll be fast. (laughs) First, we want to thank each and every person at Walt Disney Animation Studios, our family, We are so proud of you for making the film uh, as magical as it is, and we're bringing this home to you. And for our personal families and dearest friends, thank you so much for supporting us through this hard work and for really being our inspiration. And finally, we'd like to dedicate this to our guardian angel. That's my son, Ryder Buck. Frozen took home Best Animated Feature. That is why we're talking about it. It was nominated for one other Academy Award, and it won that one, Amy. What was it? Obviously. Best song, Let It Go. Yes. 
Yes, indeed. Best. And you know what? I am going to have to say, okay, I feel, I, I feel that. Uh, considering that, uh, I imagine a lot of people could not escape that song, especially if they had daughters between the ages of seven and fourteen, maybe. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the age range. Maybe a little older. Adults who love that song too. Yeah, it was. It's ubiquitous. I think it is still ubiquitous. Uh, it became a international sensation. I think the video has been viewed over a billion times on YouTube. Uh, it's it is a cottage industry unto itself, really. Uh, so uh, ain't nothing was with that. Hmm? It really stays with you. It it does, despite it despite it really just saying, you know, you should just let me go because that's the name of the song. But uh, it did have to. It did have some competition uh, in the best animated feature category. I can't say I am too impressed with a, with the four that were nominated. In fact, I think 2013 in general was kind of a down year for animated movies. But what were the other movies? The Crudes, Despicable mm-hmm. Me Too, yep. Ernest and Celestine. Nope, don't know it. And The Wind Rises. I didn't see any of those movies. Uh, neither have I. The Wind Rises is a Hayao Miyazaki film from Studio Ghibli. Uh, it's supposed to be okay, but just okay. I, it, it didn't make much of a splash here. Crudes, I hear, was actually delightful. Despicable Me too was... Uh, I think that was where Happy came in. Which, if any other song was going to beat... Let it go. It would probably it would probably be happy. That song is really good. Yeah. And Despicable Me One was very fun. That's what I hear. I really I... enjoyed the first one a lot. I think Steve Carell did a great job with that. Yeah. Ernest and Celestine never never heard of it. Um, among those, yes, obviously Frozen's winning. And the 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 closest competition is Despicable Me Two, which is the fourth highest grossing movie of that year. But what is the third highest grossing? Frozen. That Frozen. is that that is that is domestic. That. that is domestic. It was the ninth highest grossing film of the year. It was the highest grossing film of 2013, highest grossing animated film, and the highest grossing film distributed by Disney. Yes, worldwide. A lot of money. 1.287 billion dollars on first release, and God knows how much they've gotten. Uh, since then, cons- let's see. There have been. Uh, uh, frozen shorts, not like shorts, but like little animated things they've done. There's there a is a sequel. Yeah. There is a sequel in the in the works. They are making a Broadway musical about it. That's actually kind of I saw an ad for it, and that's kind of why I said, "Oh, we can talk about Frozen." That one best animated feature. Uh, so it's a it's a machine. It's it just it prints money at this point. That's all Frozen <laughs> does. In Halloween costumes alone. Oh my god! And <laughs> it, I'm sure women have like taken up a even stronger interest in braiding, doing that yes. thing that Elsa does, yes. and uh, and Anna, and all of that. Um, uh, 2013 had a couple of other animated movies. You you type in 2013 animated movies, and a whole list comes up, and you will not have heard of 80 percent of these. The only two that I that really I, that I saw that made any sort of impact on me were Epic and Monsters University. Uh, Monsters University, was, it's totally fine, but totally fine for Pixar is 
sad. Yeah. It's it's kind of sad. You're like, this feels so basically like a Disney movie, which is which is kind of a bummer. And also, you're making sequels. Stop making sequels. Just Especially do, do since, really, if you look at the Toy Story movies, you might have personal favorites, but all three of those were very, very strong. Very strong movies. Those are the, those are some of the some of the best sequels of all time. Uh, I yeah. haven't seen the third one in a while, but I know Toy Story two just. It just it just wrecks me every time. It's such a good oh, movie. The yes. When She Loved Me song. Oh. Oh. If that doesn't rip your heart out, you don't. I don't care how cynical you are. When Sarah McLachlan starts singing that song, I'm done. Yeah, you're done. Like, come on. Ugly crying. Yeah, it's you. Know, one is very very ugly in that. Uh, you got any, you got anything else or anything uh, in 2013 animated wise? We're not talking about the regular movies of, of that year. Strike your fancy. Really, nothing. I've, yeah. I've not seen any of those movies. I have no strong emotions about any of what those do you, movies. What do you? What do you? Just you know, while while we're here, because we don't have many animated movies left to talk about. What are your thoughts on animated movies? Do you have? You... I enjoy them because I, as much as my parents did a great job, like not pushing, like a female gender stereotypes on me as a child or my sister my sister's a doctor we had the free to be you and me record as a kid so we were you can be anything you want and i was a lot like anna in this movie i was very like dreamy romantic wants to wear costumes and be a princess so part of me when i watch them still as a much older person still kind of has that fantasy a little bit of the fantasy well you know being a princess, I mean, being a princess seems cool. You don't, you get all the fun of royalty, but not really any of the castle. And yeah. you know, no, no real responsibility as a princess. It's at no. least, at least in a lot of Disney, at least Disney princesses. I don't, I don't know what they do besides be princesses, and they're sold off uh, for marriage packs to men who don't care about them. But you know, it's, it's, it's you know, you before that. You tend to not parents if you're a Disney princess. But I really liked Peter Pan. I wanted to actually be Peter Pan. I didn't want to be Wendy. I wanted to be Peter Pan. Okay. Yeah. Because Peter Pan was pretty cool. Peter Pan is pretty cool. But then you realize, oh, Peter Pan, you're just going to be like this forever, and that's kind of, that's that's kind of depressing. The new oh, Peter, well, the, Peter, there was a new Peter Pan. <laughs> not not the not the movie Pan, but the, it was called Peter Pan. It had Jason Isaacs in it. it. Was actually really great because they finally made it that. Oh, maybe him be doing this isn't the best for this this person, and it's kind of it's kind of a bittersweet ending. Um, but I don't know a lot about anime or anything like that. But hmm. I have heard of Grave of the Fireflies. Grave of the Fireflies. That'll 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 which apparently I have to see. That'll mess you up. It's kids right. in 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 peril, and you just go. It messes you up even if you if you're, even if you're not a parent. I can only yes. imagine what seeing what seeing it now as a parent would be like. It's just uh, it's, uh, do check out the do check out all the Studio Ghibli stuff. The you know Wind Rises, Princess Mononoke, Spirited Away, all the Hayao Miyazaki stuff. It's really great. Um, yeah. And on that note, we will take another short break, and when we return, we will finally start letting it go. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how many times we can get that into the episode. <laughs> Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Dazeen. Frozen tells the tale of three friends who are caught on a ski lift in a snowstorm and have to. Oh, nope, nope, sorry. That is a that is the 2010 movie Frozen. The 2013 animated movie Frozen is a much different film, Amy. 
What is Frozen about? This one's a little harder to summarize, but I shall do my best. Okay, you feel uh, free to use the IMDb summary too, if you if, if if you'd like. Which I don't have up, but it's about a older sister who is born with the ability to freeze things over, and her secret comes out. She goes into hiding, and her younger sister, who loves her, wants to bring her back and save the kingdom. In a nutshell, yes. Is there more? Is there a bit of? Is there a bit more to it? Actually, yes. no. <laughs> but that's what this discussion is for. So, um, start us off, Amy. What are your? What are your initial? Actually, you know, no, don't don't start us off. Let's begin at the beginning. As with all Disney Disney movies, there are either bad parents or absent parents. This one goes twofer: bad parents who end up dying. Both of them end up dying. Uh, many of my issues with this movie arise from the simple fact that these are terrible, terrible parents. So, the beginning of the movie, uh, Elsa, baby, you know, young Elsa, accidentally kind of like hits her sister in the head with an ice bolt. Cool. Parents go to these troll characters who, for whatever reason, <laughs> change the memories of Anna. So that she just remembers Elsa being, you know, fun and, and whatnot. We're going to remove the magic, keep the fun, I think is what Papa, mm -hmm. the troll, says. And then, in true Disney fashion, the parents just lock Elsa away. This essentially cold fusion bomb of a child. Just lock her away. Do they lock her away in a tower? No. They lock her in a room that Anna can pass by every single day. And do they do anything to help their daughter? No. They just keep their ugly secret locked away in a castle. They lock up the entire castle and they do nothing. They do not seek help. They refuse the support of the trolls who could teach Elsa how to do things. And Elsa herself becomes a whiny mopey little brat who runs away from everything at the drop of a hat and is just completely uninteresting. So, and the damage done to the younger sister who is, why is this sister who I love all of a sudden not talking to me? Exactly. So she gets to live in torment for years and years, which we see during the entire montage song of uh, Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Right. Years of why aren't you talking to me? Right. And she's hurt. And she's hurt. So and you know much what? Pain. There, there's so much pain. That, there's so much pain that's never addressed. And guess who was there when the memories were removed? Kristoff, our lovable ice seller. Who happens to be watching when this is all going on. Yeah, who happens down. to be watching and who happens to end up hanging along with Anna. Doesn't mention any of that. Who, and they're at no point. Because when you remove memories like this, especially at the beginning of a movie, the, the Chekhov's gun of, of that says that the memories have to come back. You have to remember, because memories like magic. They don't actually go away. They're just hidden or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever it is. And she never learns that, oh, this was done for my safety because this happened. And it, it all rings so emotionally, um, emotionally hollow for me a lot of the interactions they call it a movie about sisterhood i never had sisters i only had brothers i don't get the feeling that 
they accomplish that really because they have so little interactions together, especially when you consider that the memories are never put back. What are you, uh, do you have, do you have sisters in, in your life? I have an older sister and this is actually what I think is a positive about the movie Okay, is when it shows them when they're little, it reminds me a hundred percent of my sister and I, my sister's only three years older than I am. Okay. But that part of the movie really hits because when she goes to her door and like wakes her up and I'm not going to lie. I think it's cute when she says the sun's awake. <laughs> so I'm awake because that's so something I would have said as a kid. Right. Like I laugh every time I see it. I'm like, Oh, uh. that's like me. And my sister was Elsa who was like older and cooler. And I worshiped her and I just wanted to be with her all the time. So that I thought was really great. And the sister could do all these magical things. Like my sister could read to me and do all Ooh. those to me things that were magical. <laughs> yeah. So that really hit a lot. That yeah. part I think really right. hit. That that part, and, that, that five minutes at the beginning of the movie. Which really does, and that pain of like, why, why aren't you around? Like, don't you love me? Like we had all these feelings for each other and, I, I, I felt it. And right. at the and when the sister says, we're moving later into the movie. Right. No, that's fine. We, we can jump all over like, the place. Oh, I'm in love and I'm going to get married tomorrow. And she's like, what? Are you insane? Right. My sister is a practical advice older sister. My sister would not have been like, oh, you're in love. That's great. Let's plan a wedding. She would have been very cautious, very guarded. Because she loves me, and she would want the best for me, and she wouldn't just go along with crazy whims. Right, but they haven't had a relationship, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the timeline is. It's, I'd say eight, she's, ten, eight, eight to ten years or something. Because yeah. she's she's twenty one when she's assuming the throne. Also, the parents have been dead for three years. Who is running Arendelle in the meantime? There, 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 there are these little things that I go. You could. Uh, the film is several script versions away from being really polished and cohesive, I think. Here's the biggest problem I had. Okay. You, first, had, you, you, you have your finger up, and I'm like, oh, God. Okay. The biggest – no, this isn't my lecturing. <laughs> the Apartment is the greatest movie ever made, Finger. This is my – the biggest plot hole was how did she get like this? At the very, very beginning, when you don't know how she got there. And they don't really address it. They address it very quickly when they take Elsa to the trolls. And they're like, oh, was this a curse? And they're like, she was just born that way. She was born that way. That's right. it. Okay. And they say it very quickly. She was just born that way. That's she, it. She's, so, so she's a mutant. She's, she's essentially I, Iceman from X-Men. Right. Actually, you know, I don't, I don't have a... I don't, story would be nice. I don't, I don't mind that. I don't, that's, because it's it's a thing that is in the world that is just like, okay, we're supposed to accept that, that's great. It doesn't, why she is that way doesn't matter to this the particular story they are telling. What does matter is what she does with the power. And he, and, and here's where the inconsistency of, of that really starts to bother me. She, she is crowned queen for whatever fucking reason because... 
she's the oldest, even though nobody knows what what's going on with the royal family, and she hasn't heard the uh, of the idea of being like, I don't need to accept the throne. I can just give it to my sister, and that's fine too. How would too. she know if her parents were dead if she was locked up in that exactly. room? Exactly. There is and no one went to see her. Nobody went. Even to, her nobody went. Sister to, didn't know. Yeah, nobody told. There was. You know what? Going back. Did oh my God. This, this, sorry. Slip a note under the door. Yeah. The, by the way, yeah. The, 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 there's no. There's no communication. There's no. They don't establish a knocking. They don't pass notes. And you're, so fun. So the song. Uh, first time in forever. You go. All right. Cool. The castle's opening up. There's going to be a coronation. The most frustrating thing about this that just feels so pandering in Disney is that. It's not, it makes me think this movie isn't actually about sisterhood. Is that I am excited to see people. I'm excited to see like, the sun and go to a ball and meet a boy. Not once in the song does she mention, I get to see my sister again. It's, it's, not, it's not there at all. I, it's, it's infuriating. And I, going back to the point, Elsa, she is crowned. She gets emotionally overwhelmed and she you know attack she accidentally you know hits uh, weaselton weselton and then and she and she and she and she runs away which to me says oh she can't really control her powers and then what does she do what does she do the next scene she builds a fucking castle complex geometric shapes just I don't know how she learned any of this. She's just like, oh, I can do, I can do all this stuff. Like, so changes what, her whole costume. Changes her costume. Hair. So, what, what is it? Are you? Can you not control it? Are you very good at it? Is it inconsistent, or is it in true, in true, again, pandering fashion? Is it because you're so emotionally overwhelmed because you're a girl that you just, you just lash out? Which and I honestly I think it's the third one because she seems to be very very good at you know making all like she makes fucking snow she makes snow monsters and snowmen who are alive and stuff, but when she's confronted with literally any emotional complexity whatsoever, what does she do? She lashes out or retreats, and that's all she does the entire movie. And people who say she's a great feminist hero, I think, are only paying attention to the fact that she can. Fuck some dudes up with her ice powers. And let it go isn't really an empowering song. No. She's basically like, I'm gonna be alone. Right. I was I was you know, watching that. I was away. I hate everyone. I'm alone. That's not really right. empowering. That's not that's not empowering. And also, she was already alone. This is not the next step in your journey. You're, You're just you alone need... further away from home. Right. Slightly further away from home. Not even not even far away. She's like, oh, I'm just gonna go to the, the nearest mountaintop, which is I guess five miles outside of town and I'm going to make, make a castle. I was watching that. My wife and I were watching and we were snarking the whole way because boy, did she, boy, how did she not like this movie? <laughs> and, I, and, and I, and I was thinking like this song doesn't feel like it belongs in this moment. This is a song that either comes at the end or is for a very different version of the screenplay. And I did some research, and apparently what was going to happen was that Elsa was going to be the villain of the movie. You know, she and I thought, yeah, oh, that really that makes more sense. She was going to she was singing the song, and she was instead of building a castle, she was gonna build an army of snowmen to attack Arendal because screw you guys. 
I don't need I don't need you anymore. You're not you're gonna stop you know oppressing me, even though they weren't really oppressing her. At some point, she's just in that she's just in that room, and that's just who she is, and she's fine with it. And I go, oh that, and I was kept thinking, and I know you try you one should not try and review the movie you want it to be. You re- review the movie it is, but yeah. dude, if Elsa was the bad guy, that would make so much more sense because this movie is missing a antagonist. There's nothing. It is, which made the end a little strange. Okay, yeah. Let's 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 talk about the end. Let's talk about the end. It's Hans. We have Hans, who's this? Uh, the who's the who is literally the first boy that uh, Anna meets. And I get what I get what Disney's going for with the you shouldn't fall in love with the first boy you meet. You should fall in love with the third boy you meet, who's Kristoff. Yes. But Hans, I love Hans. Hans is, I think, my second favorite character after Sven, the reindeer, who's amazing. Hans has this great turn to heal that made me perk up and go, oh, this movie just got interesting. And You don't see it coming. Yeah, you, do, you don't see it coming. You, you don't see it coming so much that I go, I don't think they even laid any groundwork for this. And so it feels like, a very M. Night Shyamalan twist, but without all of, like, the build-up to it. Without the rest of the movie being stupid. Right. <laughs> right. Spoiler alert, I'm not a fan of his. <laughs> uh, yeah, Shyamalan, okay, yeah. But, um, the, 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 Hans, the Hans twist, it, it, it lent, it just sort of, it shone a light on the fact that there really wasn't anyone to fight against at this point, and everyone was kind of just twiddling their thumbs or wandering around basically aimlessly the whole time and nobody because elsa does nothing in this movie she doesn't do it she doesn't do anything she just goes to her castle at the 40 that's minute it. mark and that's it and she's like you're not gonna you're gonna like just like try your magic out you're not gonna do stuff how are you eating what do you so many questions and it, it needed it needed a hans twist I think yes. way before this, I think I think like honestly, he should have he should have like locked down Arendelle sooner, taken over in a coup, just so they like everyone had someone to fight against. Instead, it, it's um, it's 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 nothing. It's a and movie. And it would have set up a lot of dramatic irony that we know what he's been what he's scheming while she's off with the other guy, saying, "Oh, I'm in love with him." I do have to say though. Their little meeting and their little song, Love is an Open Door, is very cute. It is. And I think what Frozen did is I liked how they kind of flipped it on its head. Because normally you'd be like, oh, because in every other movie, they meet, they sing, they're in love, and then at the end they're together. I like that Frozen kind of made fun of, uh, almost made fun of other Disney movies for that. Right. Yeah. What's the other guy's name? I can't even remember his name. Kristoff. Kristoff is yeah. like, do you even know his last name? Yeah, that was, that was, yeah he's of the Seven yeah, Islands. It's funny because I thought it is. It's sort of mocking all the other Disney movies where she's like, it's true love. It doesn't matter. And right. he's like, yeah. yeah. What does it see? Well, the, the lesson I get is that it, what matters is you meet somebody and you have snarky banter because you don't like each other. And then through a series of adrenaline-inducing adventures, that's when you find out true love. That's what I yes. get. And no, and, and like I said, it's not the first guy. 
it's the third guy because you meet a you meet a friendly cute shopkeeper in between but oh that was that scene is very funny that scene that scene is very funny i go okay there were there there are there are some good moments in this there's some funny moments you know what you know what moments aren't funny most of olaf thank you for saying that i oh, thought i'm probably so gonna glad. have people calling oh. in so People glad. are going to be twittering and sending out a fatwa on me <laughs> because yeah. I hate the snowman. I hate the snowman, and I hated the trolls. I, I, yeah, the 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 cute little magical characters who I think were, were inserted cute. just they for stupid, just for you know doll selling was they were not they just weren't funny. I, I I generally like Josh Gad. I think he's like charming, but. I was trying to wrap my head around it, and maybe you can answer this. What does Olaf do to the in the plot? What, is, what does he contribute? Nothing. He's the sidekick. We need a, a cute, funny, and I'm saying funny again in quotes. Yes. Sidekick. Okay. I didn't think he was, and I didn't get, and I didn't get the whole Kristoff being adopted by the trolls. Those entire aspects. Yeah. Really. Yeah, they they come they come from a different version of the of this. They have to come from a different version of the script that just got left in because I don't know, maybe they were just going to production soon or something. It didn't have to be in that opening scene at all. No, because it did because you you think that it, oh the character who sees it because now he has he has secret knowledge and secret knowledge has to come out at some point and it doesn't. It it doesn't. Did and did you ever see to bring into an animated movie that I do love Anastasia? Yes, I did see. I did see Anastasia. When they know each other when they're little, and Dimitri's the one that opens them up, opens up the door in the castle, and helps Anastasia and her grandmother escape. And then later on, it comes back that, and he remembers that she's the real princess because he remembers helping her escape. Right. That's one of those things where it works. Yes, exactly. Because you that's know, where it, it works. It's wait a minute. I remember you from when we were little, and I helped you escape. And Anastasia's like, "You're the," one. and the grandmother's like, "I remember you. You saved our lives that day." Yeah. That's where something like that works. Yeah, because you you introduce something in you introduce something in the first act, it's supposed to pay off in the in the third or at yes. some at some point as and something something as big as these troll like my family took your memories and altered them. That's a big deal that is not addressed whatsoever. You stole your childhood memories. Right, and so you you were wondering why your sister's literally cold to you. It's because of this. And and and, 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 and she and, gets a new understanding, and that brings her closer to her sister. Right. And that would lead to the more rewarding, true act of true love, or whatever Disney bullshit it was. Which I thought was an interesting way to end the movie. That it wasn't a guy and a girl. I did like that. It was the love for the sisters was the true love. I thought yeah. that was a nice little twist. Yeah, but... I, I, I get that, but at the same time, I don't really feel like this. I didn't feel like the sisters loved each other because they had been. So little time together. Yeah. I and it's and like it's true. It's maybe for Anna, it's it's true love, but it, it kind of feels like unrequited love because Elsa's terrible, <laughs> terrible sister, <laughs> terrible person. She is. Anna's Anna's like, hey, I've been traumatized. My parents are killed, and I didn't see my sister, and I don't know what's going on. And there's a secret, and I know there's a secret, but no one's telling me what it is. But she still seems to be like, but let's move past this and let's build a relationship. And Elsa's just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, like, no, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm, gonna go I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go sequester myself in an even bigger room that's made of ice because the cold doesn't bother me, anyways. But getting back to getting back to Olaf, I did like his song uh, just because 
it's it's kind it's depressing and i like how christoph was saying like should we tell him what happens but what i don't like is that he's a olaf felt like a character that is supposed to help by dying he's he's that he's that classic character who like he's going to sacrifice himself so the heroes can escape and i and i thought he has to melt like he like that's what he should do or else He's pointless because he doesn't. He he doesn't do it. He shows them where the castle is, even though I'm sure after if they took ten more minutes, they would have seen this giant castle on a mountainside. But he's supposed to die, and then at the end, Elsa, having been redeemed, is supposed to bring him back, and like that's the way this is supposed to go. And you can you can mess with that, but you better be good at. The, me- the messing because you know you you got you got to play with the formula, and they just don't. It's just oh he's about to melt and Elsa's like oh, I'll just fix that and give you a little flurry and like oh that's so unsatisfying because now there are, if someone doesn't die there are no stakes, really and nobody dies. It's all it's so it's too Disney like they kill Mufasa and the Lion King in up and he's a main character. He's not like the he's not like the dads here. He's a main a character. Oh, I yes. mean, even this, even this, when the parents are dying, it's very like if you run into the kitchen to get a glass of water and come back, you're, you're like, "What happened to the parents?" Yeah, you, you miss them. And they also, uh, my wife and I, we do watch Once Upon a Time because it's a great show to have on in the background when you're doing literally anything else. Frozen obviously made an appearance, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'll just see what the, the hell this is about and what they're doing." And Anna was looking for the parents because apparently the parents were still alive. And I just kind of kept expecting, like, oh, she's gonna go find her her folks who didn't die in in the in the storm. Because as we know in movies and in just in in general, if you don't see a body, you, they're they're not actually dead, and they can come back for the sequel. And sometimes yeah, you even just if you see the boat get tossed back and forth, and... yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, anything, anything happened. Like, and sometimes even if you do see a body, that doesn't mean they can't come back. But uh, going back, Olaf, useless, useless character. I did not like him. Uh, the music's good. Okay, I will give him, I, w- I will give the songwriters and Kristen Lopez and her husband props to the songs are good. Let it go, despite being inappropriate for the character at that point. Mm-hmm. And the ver- and her version of the script is a very powerful song. Uh, I. I, I, the other ones aren't as catchy, although I think First Time in Forever kind of has, you know, the, the the reprise at the end is is really nice. But uh, I, what are your I, thoughts on music? I think the songs are great. I think because I sort of judge Disney movies by, there's the classic ones, which are great. Yes. Except for Dumbo. Too disturbing. Right, which, which, which we talked about. Which we talked about. But when I was around eight or nine, whenever uh, Little Mermaid came out, Mm-hmm. I worshipped that movie. Saw it three times in the theater. I wanted to be a mermaid. I was in love with Prince Eric. And they had lots of good songs in that. They had Part of Your World, but they also had a lot of other really good songs. The villain song was really good. Kiss Under the, the Sea. Really good. Under the Under Sea, sea was is the best song. <laughs> the next year, I can't remember, Beauty and the Beast came out. And Beauty again, and Be Our Guest, the song in the, when she comes in at the beginning, and Beauty and the Beast, lots and lots of good songs. Aladdin. Lots and lots of good songs. The Lion King, 
get ready, people, because you're going to get a lot of, we're going to get a lot of angry messages. I don't like The Lion King. And I never liked The Lion King. Hanging up. I never liked that movie. Nope. 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 But then after The Lion King, it was like Pocahontas, and Pocahontas is terrible. But then they all started having one good song, and the rest of them are terrible. The soundtrack to Tarzan is amazing. Never saw it. Oh. Listen out. It's Bill Collins. Just he just he just goes to town on that. We're gonna again. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put the Lion King discussion just off to the <laughs> side right there. We're gonna we're gonna come back to that eventually. Don't mark my words because <laughs> you're wrong. Your opinion's wrong. You should feel bad about your opinion. You should think about what you've done. <laughs> the point is, how does the soundtrack to Frozen compare to the classics? I think it's as good. As good. I try to think of, it, it has a number of very strong songs. I think Do You Want to Build a Snowman is a very strong, great, you get it stuck in your head, you want to listen to it song. Love is an open door. Adorable. It's kind of fun. Very it's a fun sweet. Song. Yeah. It's a very, very fun song. Uh, the First Time in Forever. Very, very good song. And then you have Let It Go. So, I think it is a salt. Like, if it was still back in the day when I would buy a CD, I would actually buy the CD because there's more than one really good song on it. Okay, all right. Um, it's a, it's a yes, it's a decent soundtrack. Uh, I think any of the any number of these songs could have been nominated for best song. Obviously, mm-hmm. Let It Go would win. That's the, you know, that's the showstopper number. Like this, like this is why they hire Idina Menzel to to do this. Like it's yeah. for this. Like she's the wicked witch of the West, was it? And, the, and she's Rent. She's Broadway star. She's, yeah. she's 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 amazing. She's dynamite. She's the best. She's Adele Nazim, as uh, John Travolta famously fucked oh up. Oh my that gosh! Year. <laughs> I hope you have that clip. I <laughs> will find that clip and I will and I will throw it in. So okay, that's the, that's the last <laughs> one. Um, so yeah, so the music the music the music justifies the existence of this movie. Um, which is which is fine because you know you're gonna be you might not remember all the lines but you can sing the songs ad nauseum until the cows come home. And Anna is very charming. She's, she's charming. very charming. She's plucky. She's you know she's a better character than her sister. I know she's she, a she, much she, better character than her she, sister because she at least tries to do things. Elsa's uh, Elsa seems to she tries something once and if she isn't good at it she just stops trying. Like like to, to control her magic, she's like, oh, I can't control her magic, so I'm just gonna sit here for ten years and. And she mope. is, of course, she is, of course, the better sister. That when yeah. she leaves, she's very. I'm gonna go, and they're like, but your sister might hurt you, and she's like, no, she won't, and she goes, and she's walking through the snow in that dress and her little shoes, right. and she's like knee deep in snow, and yeah. she really, she was gonna get. Yeah, you know, she, uh, you know, both of them were very impulsive. Both of them are mostly react to the situations. She, uh, Anna gets props for go, for going out there dumbheadedly alone. Uh, I, we, we were watching that. I'm like, she should be frozen to death right now. Oh, she fell in the, she fell in the river and it's funny. Like, nope, that's hypothermia. That's going to get that, that will kill you. Also, you have did, to suspend a massive amount of despair. so it's like so much like I I buy that Elsa has unlimited ice powers more than I buy that Anna didn't freeze to death. Yes. What? 
it's, <laughs> because I, you made I, it through that movie without having to get anything amputated from frostbite. Yeah, seriously, it's a like it's a cold it's a cold looking movie. It's a, it's a, it's a cold looking movie. But you can see why the guy would like her. She's so charming. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, but she's char- she's charming in that like fun, innocent way. You know, the, the like yeah. their their banter when they're being chased by the uh, by the wolves about how <laughs> she doesn't uh, even know this guy. Like that's that's kind of the thing I like about this movie. I and honestly, I like. I know this this sounds terrible. I kind of like the guy characters better than the the female characters because while it's a it's about it's about the, it's about the sisters. Kristoff kind of has his shit together. He's got he a, was a cool guy, and there's not a lot of cool. Right. Yeah. He was a cool. Guy. He, was, he was. But he was meant to be the like the non prince type. But I'm like, you you have a business. You're chummy with your your reindeer you're you're helping out this you're young, helping out this girl hair which you know yeah. i like him and 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 again and like even going back to hans like hans is the only person who has any sort of plan whatsoever that's why i like him because he has slightly more than one dimension because he's, yeah. he's he's playing a long game but i and, and and i and i like that about this and if there was they could just rework this movie to give the uh, give the sisters, I don't know more something. It's more more of a bond. If give El- if they give Elsa literally anything to do besides hide and mope, if she were like, I would love it if she were a badass trying to take take things on, and she has to be saved by her sister who loves her at the end, just as the snow army's about to descend on Arendelle. Like, yes, give me that. But that's not what we get. Sorry. What we get what what we get is. What we get is an ending where Elsa has been run out of town previously. The Arendellians, I assume that's what they're called, welcome, <laughs> welcome her back as if nothing happened. She takes the frost away. All the trees and flowers are fine because apparently she has power over soil, I guess, too. <laughs> and but all that's of also it, never explained. She's just it's never explained. And, that's when, and there's so little <laughs> consequence. Or the only consequence happens to the guy who actually has some, you know, some skin in the game. It happens to Hans. He gets thrown in jail. I'm like, okay, everybody else, you know, Anna ends up with the third, third dude she ever met. Mm-hmm. Elsa is queen, despite massively, despite destroying that year's crop. I mean, Arendelle has got some economic woes ahead of them for the winter. They're gonna have to yeah, borrow Christoph. heavily, and you know, Kristoff, like his business. I don't know what's what's gonna happen there. Like, is there any ice at all anywhere? Like, Kristoff, his business is tanked now. It's and, and it was I, tanked when it's frozen because you couldn't sell anything. Right, exactly. It's too much, too market market saturation. And I don't want to focus on these things, but there were just these glaring bits that I that should be there. That you should address the issues, and you shouldn't just play for the safe, cozy, and happy disney story like no, like talk about them. you can you can do this you can do this and you can have a, a princess and there movie there are disney movies that do it it's not like oh this is just a kid's movie but there are disney movies that are very very effective yeah at, at talking about stuff flaws. It, it, it makes me want like the days of the 80 of the 80s movie the 80s disney movies you know that dark period was like it got weird and they were deal like disney was dealing with some, some stuff then and it was yeah. like and you you can't have real danger in 
kids movie anymore and i think that really hurts this this film more than a lot of the other ones i don't know why it bothers me more here but it mm-hmm. but it does because i just i want one of them to be because more sensitive it's touted as being such a feminist movie if right. it wasn't so touted as a feminist movie neither of us would have had these problems with it probably not it, it felt yeah you, because i walk in and go all right it's gonna be like elsa's gonna be awesome she's gonna be like the man it's gonna be like elsa's story like oh it's hannah's story i mean okay i guess they just don't want to animate all of Elsa's cool effects or something. It, it's the decisions made just strike me as as safe. It, it's a very safe movie, and I, I I do think a lot of that has to do with the lack of villain, the lack of you know it has to have some bite, have some mm-hmm. edge to it. And the the ice monster, while cool, he is just there because I think he they needed marshmallow. To... That says it all. That's pretty cute, and he does become he does become king of the of the ice castle all alone. <laughs> and that's it and it's yeah yeah <sighs> I'm, i got through that with i put so much swearing in my notes so <laughs> i am going i think we should end it here amy thomason did frozen deserve best animated feature i'm gonna go with yes mostly because i've never seen these other movies before okay okay that's fine was it an entertaining movie to sit through yes and i did like at the beginning i thought the animation was cool when it was like under the where it looked like you were under the ice and it had the uh saws like slicing through the ice like at you at the audience i thought that was a pretty cool opening and the music was cute it was a good story so i will go with yes and it had a big obviously cultural impact it did uh i put down no originally but given the crop of animated movies that year yes sure it win uh i didn't like this movie look i get that there uh needs to be more representation in movies especially for young girls you know i want my daughter to know that she is just as good as anybody you know regardless of you know whether she's a boy or whether she's a girl or, or not but i also <laughs> want a teacher to at least fucking try you know if you you confront you communicate you fail and then you get back up like if you if she was born with ice powers which would be unexpected totally dope i i'm gonna do my best to make sure you know how to control those and you become the queen bee of all you of all you survey and you're gonna you're you're gonna have to do a lot of the heavy lifting yourself. Elsa does no heavy lifting here, and I, mm-hmm. and I don't want her to just run away at every possible moment of emotional complexity. As soon as, you know, as soon as like things get too too heated in the you know the ball in the you know, the coronation, she just mm-hmm. loses her mind and she 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 runs off because that's which is what she does, and it's and that's and that's what we want for all of our kids. And this just hit me well we were talking is as we were talking about kids who are different. I have a daughter with down syndrome. And one of the things that I absolutely love about my child is that she's starting to walk now and she pulls her little body up and she (laughs) takes a couple steps. And if she falls, she gets right back up. She doesn't sit and she doesn't cry and she doesn't fall apart. She pushes herself back up and she keeps going. And I'm like, you are a rock star. You are a rock star, and I don't keep her hidden in my room. I put pictures all over her. You've seen my Facebook. She's adorable. She's adorable. She's a champion because she doesn't give up. Right, and you don't. And and she's strong, and things aren't easy for her. But that's and and those that's 
I don't want a teacher to just, you know, hide away because she's different. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, th and that's what you have. Elsa, Elsa is different. And she just wants to just not, she doesn't want to embrace, she doesn't want to embrace herself. And even at the and end, I don't, I don't think she really embraces herself either. It's re repress it, don't feel, or. Conceal, don't feel. Conceal it, don't feel it. What is that? <laughs> I, what is that? Like, that's, is that the message we want to be sending? It, don't feel it. Every time she has an emotion, it's. Let's put the gloves on and conceal it. Don't feel it. If that is not the worst parenting advice in any context, that is the worst parenting right. advice. And like and it, and at the end she she feels but the journey that it's an unearned it's an unearned emotional payoff at because the end. She doesn't go on a journey. No, she Some, it's it, yeah, someone something. someone drags her back. Like literally like actually literally like Hans drags her Risk back and then hypothermia and, to drag her back. It's uh yeah it's frustrating so um yes and why is Elsa so angry anyway if you think about it why does she freak out she gets upset about her sister she accidentally freezes the thing why is she all like let it go and all pissed off at the world because you're not the one who got screwed over elsa you're the one that screwed everybody else over right you're yeah why are you so angry because she's so selfish she's not thinking about other people because she never did because you're supposed to be the villain God. oh I want to go to an alternate they universe. To it. They should have committed to either one. She should have either been a hero or a villain. She should right. not have just been. They waffled. They 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 went right down the middle, and it was the half measure doesn't work in this case. So, exactly. yes, it deserved to win with an asterisk saying the competition it was, was terrible. Bad year. Bad. It was, a, it was a bad year. It was a bad year. So, um, well, uh, listening audience, I'm sure you have some words for us. So feel free to write to us at OscarWatchPodcast at gmail.com. Find us on social media at OscarWatchPod. Be kind. Be mean. Uh, we would love to engage you in dialogue over anything we have we said. We would. We totally would. You can find Amy where again? At A. Thomason, T-H-O-M-A-S-S-O-N, 11. On Twitter. On on the Twitters. 280 characters. Make it count, folks. Make it count. Uh, you have been listening to Oscar Pod. We are going to take a break next week. So we want you all to enjoy Thanksgiving, your families, maybe a movie or two. You got some time off. Come back. We will be here for you with more, t more conversations, more movies, more Tales from the Red Carpet. So we will see you then. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This swirling storm inside. Couldn't keep it in. Heaven knows I tried. Don't let them in. Don't let them see. Be the good girl you always have to be. Conceal, don't feel. Don't let them know.